Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns and No Breaks. Boy, do we have a show for you today. Kenny, my man, there is so much going on. And first of all, once again, I got to give you props to keeping this whole thing on top of solid ground, doing things on your own solo style. I've been working so much and my schedule's been so crazy. But nevertheless, Kenny, thank you very much. But I am back for this episode and uh, hopefully close this season out with both of us <laughs> on the same microphone. Thank you, my brother. How you doing? Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you to our guests. Uh, thank you to Briere. Thank you to Pierre, which is crazy to say it like that. But, you know, thank you guys for being able to come on and do the episode for us. And we had a good time. Like each each time we were had an outing and had a guest, I think we had a blast. So looking fantastic, forward to fantastic. more of that. But obviously we only had this episode left. And we've got next week left, and that's going to wrap up the 2022 season. <laughs> well, Kenny, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, what what a way to, to, to start wrapping it up. I mean, there's so many things to talk about and, and, and what transpired yesterday. I'm, I'm still at a loss of words, Kenny. Man, listen, Ike. I know we're going to dive like way deeper into this at some point, like through the episode, yeah. but it's just an unprecedented moment. Also, you know, tell the good people, how is the cruise? Cause you were on a week long cruise. You, while you were soaking up the sun, I saw rain, <laughs> you know, rain clouds and all the above over here in Charlotte. Oh my goodness. Well, I can tell you this. That's, that, that's, 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 that's exactly wrapping it up just in one sound. Just, uh, I mean, there was nothing like just, <laughs> Kenny, you know, I mean, it's always nice to have, you know, people just at your leisure when you can just clap your hands and you want another drink or clap your hands and you just, you know, need something from the bar or from the food table. And uh, there's nothing like being catered to, especially when you're in Cabo, Mexico. Let me tell you, it, it is one of the the better cruises that I love going on myself. I've been on this particular cruise the last four or five years, and it's an act, it's just amazing. There's no kids. It's all adults. It's 21 and over. But usually the people on these boats are probably average age, I would say, probably late 30s into maybe the mid 40s. But there are even older people than that on the ship. But, but it's great when you have adults like that because everybody's on the same page. There's not any young knuckleheads trying to, you know what I mean, Kenny? You, you, you know what I'm talking about. There's just not any of these <laughs> younger adults who just can't handle liquor, you know what I mean? And they're just trying to act out. It's it's absolutely fantastic. So as you can tell, I, I my voice is kind of still in Cabo, I think. So I that apolog- means you had a good time. That's oh, abs- all that matters. You absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I feel way better than I sound, I tell you that. Just a lot of hooping and hollering and just a lot of table service, uh, a lot of dancing. It was just so much fun, Kenny. And probably won't do Miami in January because I'm I'm looking to go to Europe next year for Ooh. another music festival. Yeah, it's it's actually the one that, that me and Tam used to talk about all the time. It was It's called Tomorrowland. It's an entire week of, of stuff, pretty much. But I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I've already started saving and trying to start planning that already because it takes such a long time to prepare. But in any case, to sum it all up, it was just fantastic, Kenny. It's, it, but it's, it's, it's 
really glad to be back because at, at some point you, your liver just wa- waves the white flag and it's like, yo, dude, <laughs> like I'm I'm out, man. I can't no more. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll get to that point. Like at some point, it's just gonna be like, hey, look, man, I gotta chill out. I gotta take it easy. I gotta take a break. But yeah, well, at least you had a great time for yeah. sure. I need to go on a cruise myself at some point. Good, good, good. Well, well, what, what, what did your weekend look like, sir? So, actually, I did do something this weekend, which is, you know, not as extravagant as a cruise, however. But I went down to North Carolina A&T's homecoming. Um, My girlfriend is a graduate from the school, so we went down there, saw a couple people I knew, some people she knew, some of my aunts. So, you know, it was a good little time on Saturday. She showed me uh, where she used to, you know, where she used to stay at and everything while she was in school. And it was cool. We had some great, great food while I was down there, too. So, it was a full-on weekend, and I had a good time. I really did. I am really loving the fact in the last couple months of having actual weekends and knowing what a weekend looks like. So it's been cool. It's been like an adjustment. There's still a grind element to working in media, of course, but this side of it, being able to be off on a weekend like this, has been great. So yeah, I can't complain, and I'm actually happy to say for this upcoming weekend, I got nothing planned, and I'm actually kind of glad. I want to just relax for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you who's really happy for this weekend, and that's Ross Chastain. I mean, holy oh my smokes! God. Let, I mean, let's let's just go ahead and dive into this NASCAR talk, Kenny, because <laughs> I want to I want to try to get as as much as we can on this this whole past weekend. Yeah, I, I I'm still trying to to. I, so first of all, we were talking before we got on the pod, before we got on the air of the podcast, and 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 we were talking like. I, I kept, I kept looking, and I don't know if our if our listeners have seen this, but if you haven't, you need to go check it out because it's actually quite it's it's actually quite phenomenal. But it, there, there's a video out on YouTube, and it shows almost every complete angle of Ross Chastain video game maneuver to outdo and oust Denny Hamlin. And you know, it, I, there, there's two people I feel bad for: Denny Hamlin. And well, not two people, but the, the, there's there's you know several people I feel bad for. It's, one is Denny Hamlin, and and two is Denny Hamlin's uh, uh, a team. <laughs> I I just I mean, you know that Kenny. I, I it, it's so funny because I literally had to. I had I was listening to it, and when you're listening to it, you're imagining it. And once I was able to look at the video, it made it that much more. So imagine what I'm feeling listening to it on the radio. And then I go back and, and now I'm looking at it and it's just absolutely just, it's mind blowing. Like my, my, my eyes like literally came out of my sockets. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like one of those moves, whether you heard it on the radio, whether you actually saw it, it was just unbelievable for me. I was literally watching it on TV. Last lap comes around, you know, Christopher Bell's doing his thing. Obviously he won, but he was not the star of the show in this case. But when I saw it, I looked up in the corner. I'm like, man, it's a car flying against the wall. And then push come to shove. It happened to be Ross Chastain. And then when they showed the replay, I thought the replay was sped up, but I saw raw footage from someone who was there and it was just as fast in person. But granted, Nobody has ever really gone that fast in the corner at Martinsville. Like, I mean, you know, you're going, you know, 60, 70 miles an hour in the corner. Right. Um, but, you know, to go about 100-something, I think he broke 
a track record with just doing that alone his last lap because it was so fast but yeah i still can't believe he pulled it off the side of that car didn't look that bad it was still remotely intact i'd say and it was a desperation move to get into the championship for ross chastain has been a guy who will try and do anything and man he actually pulled it off. There's been a few that have tried, but he actually did it. That's yeah, I mean, so, that's, that's exactly God. what I was going to say. Well, it, I mean, he pulled it off. It was a desperation move that needed to be done. You are right. And, and it worked. It worked in his favor. It didn't work in Denny Hamlin's favor, and I'm sure he's probably pretty sour about it. I mean, if anybody knows, I don't even <laughs> think it had to be Denny Hamlin just to be sour. I think it could have been anybody, and I'd, I'd be sour as well, and, and completely understandable. But, you know, the the... There's so many things that you go on social media and read and you know this is and I was reading some really really funny comments on Twitter and uh, and 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 just other social media outlets and it's funny because they all made sense and every as as great of a move as that was I mean you literally had to be thinking about you were watching history or you were listening to history in my case and made a comment and it was so funny and it said all right, well, as great as a move as that was, here here comes a new NASCAR rule. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I know people are, you know, harping for a rule. I'm going to be honest with you. Listen, I am not in the category for saying, yeah, let's make a rule about this. Look, it's a one, it's a once in a lifetime thing, like. Don't don't be a dork about it. Like it's it's sports. It's entertainment at the end of the day. And it was funny because I think Joey Logano was one person who said it, which is kind of funny saying that it's something that's so embarrassing, given the fact that in the spring at Darlington, he practically moved William Byron out the way just to get a win at Darlington, right? Yeah. Um, that's not exactly the most classiest thing in the world to do. Same thing with Kyle Larson, who also attempted to do a video game-like move and at the same place at Darlington. And ironically enough, it was against Denny Hamlin. And sure enough, it didn't work there. Denny Hamlin blocked it, and it just didn't work out. And everyone was like, oh, that's cool. Now suddenly it's like, oh, well, we need to make a rule. We need to do something different. No, we don't need a rule for something that's more than likely a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I just think it was cool. And honestly... There were fans like, look, there were Formula One fans. Formula One fans are typically very, you know, very uppity about NASCAR and just don't really think much of it. But I saw plenty of them saying, man, that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Hell, it was people that I know that don't watch racing at all. And I mean at all. And we're like, yo, did you see that? I'm like, yeah, bro, I watched it live. Like, it was crazy. And everyone's reaction was like, yo, that's just a badass move. Like, I don't know if anyone else is ever going to try it again. I doubt it. (laughs) But it was just cool as hell. Let's just, like, let's just let it be a cool moment and just let it be that. Because that's literally what it was. I don't know what more to... I don't know what more to call it. Like, I'm not looking for more rules. Hell, look, I said it best in my group chat. You can't even explain the playoffs to someone on the street in two sentences. It's already complicated enough. Let's not further complicate this with a rule that's probably never going to be enacted. Yeah. And it's probably never going to happen again. Just let it rock. Like, just let it happen. That video's got, like, 6 million views on NBC's Twitter Twitter page. Like, it's, I don't absolutely. even know what it's at now. But still, it was just a viral moment. Fernando Alonso, a Formula yeah. One world champion, even chimed in. Like, he even thought it was cool. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. Some people, I just feel like, want sports to be ultra, ultra serious all the time. When in reality, I don't care what sports you've watched. There's probably been a dumb moment in history. But also, at the same time, some of those dumb moments are iconic. I mean, hell, look. 
The butt fumble with the Jets is one of the dumbest damn plays in the NFL. Yep. However, most people can't stop talking about it, couldn't stop talking about it when it was happening. So, again, and it's every just once a in a while, it still moment. comes up. And every once it's in a while, it still comes up. <laughs> it, like, it's going to happen. And so, you know, that's just my whole philosophy to that is like, look, I don't think this needs a rule. Larry Mack said the same thing on a Sirius XM. He was like, look, we don't need to make this complicated. It was just a cool thing. Kevin Harvick. A competitor said the same exact thing. Like, look, I saw his it was tweet. nuts. You know, like it was crazy. It was out of this world. It's something you can literally only see in NASCAR. You can't do that in Formula One. You'll snap a wheel in half. You can't do it in IndyCar. You'll snap a wheel in half and so forth, right? You just can't do it anywhere else. Yeah. And this car also just happened to be able to take that. Now, the Xfinity Series car probably would have ripped in half, granted, but this car is a tank, damn near. So it withstood it, but... Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I'm not a fan of the rule, folks, and well, trying to call for a rule. I I swear it's not that serious. I I I'm in complete agreement with you, man. Too and 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 here was the other thing I wanted to say as well. Uh, listening to the guys up in the booth, I mean, Dale Junior knew exactly. <laughs> Dale Junior right off the bat. Oh my God, it was it's like a video game move. <laughs> I'm like, Dude. it was. I mean, look, people have tried it. Carl Edwards tried it against Jimmy Johnson, I think, in Kansas in like '08. And it didn't work out for him. Again, going back to Kyle Larson and Darlington not long ago, it didn't work out for him either. Ross Chastain is the only person that actually made it work, a.k.a. what some people like to call on Twitter, Hell Hell Melon, which was hilarious. Had someone never said that, I would have named this episode that. But either way, it was just bizarre. I mean, an unprecedented moment in history. Probably a moment I'll be talking to, you know, some average Joe on the street about years down the road because it was just yeah. that crazy hell even even my newsroom that i work in they yep. asked me about it the same day they were like man that's crazy i saw it everyone saw it right and i even got to write about it you know so yeah i don't know, know man it, it was just one of those moments yeah and and i t- and i tell you another thing you know what I, I, at the beginning when i said I, I felt bad for two people you know what i, I i'm it, it wasn't just denny hamlin and his entire team but i also felt bad for christopher bell because it really i mean <laughs> It, it took away from his win, and he was so happy, as well as he should be, because he 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 won that race, and 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 is going to fight, you know, in the final four for a championship title. And it was, and, and let's be honest, uh, uh, you know, Kenny, let's be honest. The, there were so many, there were so many people around waiting for Ross Chastain to pull in, and when he did pull in, there were so many cameras around it that you could see Christopher Bell like tire <laughs> burning in the background, and you're like, man. You know, th- this kid won this race, and don't nobody want to, to do anything but talk to Ross Chastain. You want to know what's actually funny about that? Which is the craziest thing is like Christopher Bell has had to like legitimately fight for his life to make it to each round. Given <laughs> obviously what happened at Las Vegas, he was caught up in someone else's mess, and then of course at Charlotte, he literally won just to get himself into the next round. Like it was that type of atmosphere for him, and it's so crazy. And it'll be his, you know, it'll be his first time in the championship for, which is also the fact that we have a chance for two new champions since Chase and Joey have won one. Yeah. But yeah, you know, Christopher Bell was like, oh yeah, you know, I won the race. I got the grandfather clock, but that's never what the story of that race is going to be. Again, like I said, years yeah. down the road, when people talk about that Martinsville race, it's going to yeah. be about, oh yeah. yeah, that Ross Chastain move, who cares who won the race? That was insane. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I mean, it, it would be a good trivia question. That's for sure. I mean, when you go back and you, you talk about this Martinsville, uh, this Martinsville race, I mean, that's all people are going to be talking about. That's all people are going to remember. And then if you say, hey, does anybody know who actually remember who won that race? Nope. And th- th- exactly. You're going to have to go, man, well, who, God, who did win that race? And, 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 and. Christopher Bell is going to be your answer, but I mean, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, dude. It's, it's just one of those things where you just kind of like, wow. I I mean, and it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, when, when I think it was when Michael Jackson passed away, you know, I mean, Farrah Fawcett died on the same day and don't nobody remember that because, you know, (laughs) Michael Jackson passed away the same day. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's like, oh, my God, you remember when Michael Jackson died? Yeah, I remember that. You know, you, do you, does anybody else know what other superstar died that same day? Oh, no. Who was that? Well, Farrah Fawcett. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Farrah Fawcett, I think her, her her news, the death of her, uh, the news of her death came out uh, like earlier that, that, that morning, I believe. And it was so sad. And, and the only reason why I just kind of, you know, bring up that analogy is just because, like, this is pretty much is what's going to happen. It's just unfortunate, you know, that, I mean, this kid w- certainly deserved it. And, I, and and just like for all the reasons that you said, it was just like, you know, so fitting that Christopher Bell wins this race. But it's all for naught just because, <laughs> I mean, Ross Chastain decided to pull a rabbit out of his hat. <laughs> Yeah, man, and the, it was and the, re- and the reactions crazy. from the fans in the stands were just so Unreal. outrageous. It was just it was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the the guys in the booth were acting like children. It was like, oh my god! It was like, <laughs> it was one. It was just one of those moments. I mean, even when Denny got interviewed, he was like, look. Ain't nothing I can really say about it. I mean, they had a good race. They ran a, a very well, a very good race and put together a pretty good one. It just was not good enough at the end. And sometimes, you know, even in any other sport, like, you can have a day where you might shoot, you know, in basketball 10 for 10 from the field, but, you know, the rest of the team really doesn't do as much or they get you close enough. But that other team just had that little extra step. It's like, man, I just made every bucket I've ever, ever put up this entire game. But something else happened, and it just didn't work out for us. And sometimes you'll just have that in sports. And unfortunately, that moment is going to leave Denny Hamlin outside of the championship for us. So he won't get a chance to go to the championship once again. I guess I'll have to wait until next year. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, it was, uh, man, paramount moment. I will tell you. (laughs) I will tell you this though, Kenny. I remember, and I think this was on uh, quite a few episodes ago. But I remember when Ross was just having a really hard time trying to keep his car, you know, from from wrecking other people. Right. And just kind of getting annoying. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. All of that went out the window yesterday because it was just. I mean, I, I mean that yeah. move. That move just right there just you know earned my respect for him in, in some weird kind of way. Like you said, it. I mean, it had been done a cup maybe a couple of times before. Didn't really work out, but somehow Ross Chastain made this work and it was absolutely just a phenomenal phenomenal move <laughs> and, and and just a a, a a a wonderful thing in nascar history and i'm so glad that it happened because it really got people starting to talk about this sport again yeah and you know you know when 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 something good happens like this you can kind of like really you know uh uh feel good about the sport and and considering you know what happened with with Bubba Wallace not not too long ago i, uh, I i'm assuming I, I i'm not assuming but um what happened with Bubba Wallace a couple of weeks ago and 
and Kyle Larson. You know, I know that was such an unfortunate thing, but but something like this, you know, to really kind of help get NASCAR from underneath that dark cloud you know, really makes <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, no kidding. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know. that does do that. You were absolutely right. I mean, you know, that was that, but this moment just overshadows everything. And it seems like that with, like, everything in, in, you know, in sports. Sometimes you have a bad moment and then there will be something that will overshadow it. And, you know, people may remember, but it won't be as talked about as much. But, yeah, Ross Chastain has not left my timeline um, for the last 72 hours so you know that's a that's a very healthy thing for sure for the sport itself but yeah it's it's crazy because Martinsville the race itself really wasn't that great of a race but you know the finish was crazy so you know Jeff Gluck's poll is gonna be literally it's gonna be you know skewed like very heavily like people are gonna say yes because of that ending and what happened not because Christopher Bell won not because the stage one stage two and stage three had a lot of entertainment but it's going to be because of that. So, I mean, I don't, again, like I said, you can have a moment in a race and that moment can be, you know, a standalone thing versus like the actual rest of the product. Sure. Rest of the race was just okay. We definitely need to see what can be done with the short track package. Cause right now it is not looking, hopefully it can get better, but we'll see for next year. But yeah, I mean, it was just a crazy afternoon. I did not expect yeah. it to end that way. I thought we were just going to get a very a very regular ending, and Christopher was going to win it, and it was just going to be whatever. And then right. we were going you to know, championship four, and Denny was going to make it. But no, it had to be different. So, yeah. And we have a saying in, in, in stand-up comedy, but it also bodes well for for athletes and and sports uh, as well it's not how you start it's how you finish because the finish is how they're going to remember it you know what i mean yeah and yeah and and it's it and it and it also goes to that where great players don't have to be great all the time they just need to be great when they need to be you know what i mean now i'm not yep. saying ross chastain is a great nascar you know race car driver in you know he a damn gen- good one at that. In general, but <laughs> but he's on his way to be there, and this is a, a certainly a defining moment in his career for sure. Um, and if he goes on to win the oh title, Kenny, that this is just going to be a, a one epic end of a season, and it's just you know I saw I saw another comment. I saw another comment on social media, and I, I don't remember if it was on Twitter or on, on YouTube or whatever, but it, it, it the comment was alluding to all the, the older NASCAR drivers look out because the younger generation is here to stay. And that is, a, I would say that that is, part, that is in part a, a really good comment and, and a, very, a very true comment. Now, another guy responded with, well, it won't be good for ratings, which which is also could be a, a true statement as well. But I think that those two statements are really correct in their own right. I think, and I've been saying this for the last couple of years, even when Tam was still with us. And uh, uh, Kenny, I, I don't know what your your opinion is, but I've always said within the last couple of years that this newer generation is really making their mark on NASCAR and they're they're showing the older drivers look there's a new sheriff in town and you guys better <laughs> step it up or we're going to take over faster than you think but also I, I I think the sport does still need the Denny Hamlins I think it still needs the Kevin Harvick's I think it still needs the Kyle Bushes I think it still needs the Joey Logano's and and, and, and I, I mean I I I think I think maybe NASCAR just isn't ready to have all of those older guys retired <laughs> just yet. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, a balance is definitely there. I mean, I could see it in a lot of other leagues, i.e. like the NBA. I watch plenty of that. There's a lot of young guys in this gener- in this generation now. They don't care who you are. Like, they don't care if, oh, I'm going up against LeBron James tonight and I should be scared. No, <laughs> there is, like, really none of that. I mean, I mean, look, just, just think about it like this. There is more of, you know what, I'm good at my own right as well. I can do this thing. Like, Giannis winning the championship the way that went down with Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, that was an all-time great moment. And the craziest thing is he's still very young. And he still's got a lot left in that tank. They've got a title what is he in like? Milwaukee is he like they wanted. 20, I think he's like 26 he's like, or something. He's like 26. Yeah, like yeah, 25, yeah, yeah. 26. I think, I think you're right. Right. He's in his 20s still, right? In his early 20s at that. So it's like, you know – I don't care who I'm getting ready to face. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to go ball out. It's the same thing. Yep. And I think that was a trend, to be honest with you, in the playoffs a whole lot this year was, okay, yeah, you're a playoff driver. I don't care. I can still go win this race. Mind you, it took us, what, almost two weeks just to, you know, two and a half weeks or so or a few weeks or however long it was or two rounds, let me say, just to get someone who was actually in the playoffs to win a race. All the winners of races were non-playoff drivers. Like, no one was thinking about that. And that's how it should be, quite frankly. And a lot of the younger guys were the ones who ended up winning those races. So it's like, look, you know, even if I'm out of this, like, you know, Tyler Reddick got knocked out the week prior, comes to Texas, he goes, wins it, right? You know, those things happen, right? So this new generation, I love that they had that, you know, that slight edge to them and they want to do that. And I hope it continues as they go forward. Obviously, as they get older too, there's going to be young kids coming up right under them. You know, there's the Ty Gibbs, Noah Gragson, you know, Austin Hills and so forth. You know, there's a lot of drivers that are young that are on their way up. You know, just to name, that's just naming a few. There's a lot of talent out there that's under all of what we're seeing right now. I think we've got a really good crop of talent from Cup to Xfinity to Trucks. Like, it's a very nice, fine balance right now. And I think it's just going to continue to catapult further and further and further as the years go. But um, yeah. yeah, what a hell of a way to end the round of eight as we get ready for the championship for like, I mean, you can't really, you can't really ask for more, but what I will <laughs> ask you, Renee, since we are for the championship for, you know, who are you thinking about picking? I guess this is damn near going to be like our predictions, but yep. you know, who are you thinking? It's time for race predictions. Gosh, you know what, man? Um, just just because of what has what we've been talking about all day and what everybody else has been talking about in in the NASCAR world and on social media with with this whole Ross Chastain move and and stuff like that I I'll be honest with you I'm rooting for the guy now like I if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to get yourself in to the final four like that I want you to go and finish the job. I want you to go and just f- finish it the way that you you finished Martinsville. So I I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I I'm gonna be pulling for Ross Chastain. I mean, you know, I I I think I if if it if it wasn't any any anybody else, I probably would be rooting for Christopher Bell. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, just just because of, of 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 what we were talking about earlier on this podcast, and 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 him having to really, you know, kind of fight, you know, for everything, and you know, I mean, Chase Elliott is always going to be my favorite, so I probably would would have, um, you know, Christopher Bell. I probably would have rooted for Christopher Bell just because of the the things that have happened, and but and then and and Chase Elliott would have been my dark horse, but at this point. Man, Kenny, I, I, I'm I'm pulling for Ross. I, I want I, I want Ross to just finish it like a boss. I want him to win. And to be honest with you, I, I think 
I think I am going to go with Christopher Bell as my dark horse. I mean, I love Chase Elliott. He's this is always my guy, but you know, just because of what 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 has transpired, and Chase Elliott has one, you know, and and I, I'd like to see you know these other two guys. And jo- Joey's Joey. I, you know, there's no <laughs> there's no surprise that Joey is in the top four. Come on, let's, the, the guy's always there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's like I I've been saying the whole year. He's always there. The number you have been is always there. Yeah, you've been saying that all year. You're you're absolutely right. You have been saying he's probably going to hang around and mess around and get to the championship. Yeah. Here he is now. So, yep. yeah, I mean, we're really here. I cannot believe it has been 38 long weeks. With that, but, but with that being said, Kenny, who you got? Man, it's, it's tough. I mean, honestly, when you look at this field, it's a very good championship field. You have a 50-50 chance to get someone who is a brand-new champion. Yeah. Uh, either Christopher Bill or Ross Chastain win, they will be first time champions. If Chase or Joey win, they get their second titles, respectively. So, you know, it'll be interesting. But I got to say, for my main pick, it is very hard for me as well to not pick Ross Chastain. So I will stick with that. And for my alternative pick or my dark horse, however you want to say it, I will pick Chase Elliott to get his second title. I feel like, again, between the two of them, I feel like they've both had a very quietly good year. Chase has won a couple races. Ross obviously has as well. Um, Christopher Bell is a easy another one you could easily pick as well if you're a betting person because he's also had a quietly good year. But yeah, my my thought is going to be on the Chevys, and I'm going to roll with those two. So it should be a really ex- exciting uh, championship four weekend. I can't wait for it. I cannot believe we are here at the very end of the season. And actually, yeah. as I say that. There's going to be a lot of things that we're that are going to come to an end now. This is going to be Kyle Busch's final race at JGR. He will be going to Richard Childress Racing next year. Yeah. Tyler Reddick will no longer be with them. He's going to 23XI. So that's also going to be his final race if he is racing. He, if you guys don't know, he did leave out the race on correct on Sunday for for an illness. He took himself out the race. Just wanted to make sure he was good. Still not confirmed on whether whether or not he'll be racing this upcoming Sunday. But if he is. That will be his final. If not, Martinsville was his final race for RCR. So, yeah, it's it's crazy when you start to think about those little things. Greg Ives, Alex Bowman's crew chief, that'll be his last racing cup. So, um, a lot of last as we end in a year of a brand new car, brand new style of racing. And, man, it has been one hell of a year. I'm not going to give you all the full spill as if it was next week, but that's all I'll say. But it'll be a very interesting race. And, you know, Renee. I guess you can close this out because, man, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. Yeah, it sure. It, it, let me let me say that again. Yeah, it certainly is, Kenny. And for Kenny and myself, th- those are our picks that we're going with. What say you, fans of All Turns No Breaks? We really want to know who you think is going to come out on top out of these four drivers. And, I mean... Uh, I'd be surprised if a lot of people didn't pick Ross Chastain to win this. I mean, just based on, you know, what happened this past weekend in Martinsville. I mean, how, how do you not go with Ross Chastain? But if you have an alternative pick as well, let us know. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, kid. Don't even be surprised if Joey Logano ended up winning this damn thing. But <laughs> those are our picks, and we are sticking with them for sure. Listen, guys, we certainly, as we wrap up these last two weeks of NASCAR, we certainly appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week to All Turns No 
no breaks. Listen, like I said, our future is definitely just kind of a question mark as for now as far as next year, but we will discuss that a little bit more next week. But we always thank you guys for tuning in and supporting this podcast because like Tam always used to say, this podcast is for fans by fans and please we, we, we'd still love for you guys to turn your friends and your family on to all turns no breaks if they love NASCAR just as much as you do just as just as much as me and Kenny do I certainly believe that they would love to listen to our podcast each and every week for Kenny and myself have a wonderful weekend have an epic and amazing week for Kenny and myself we will see you next week on our very last episode of our turns and no breaks just for the 2022 season <laughs> See y'all. Rest in peace. Take off. Thanks so much for tuning in. 